On September 22, 2021, the Reading City Council decided unanimously to hold several workshops to receive additional information prior to making any decisions regarding the future of the property surrounding the Civic Auditorium and the rodeo grounds. There will be four workshops, each of which will be open to the public to provide space for public comment and a full review of the processes that would be involved to achieve the goals ultimately approved by the Council. Today, we're joined by City Manager Barry Tippin to discuss the process. Hi there, Barry Tippin, City Manager for the City of Reading. Let's talk property. I think everybody probably has heard about the properties around the Civic Auditorium and what we, what we call the unsolicited offer that we received. Now, what that means is that one day uh, we got a letter from a group of individuals that wanted to buy some of the property in and around the Civic Auditorium for development purposes. So I'm going to give you a little outline of what does that mean and where we're headed. You know, our normal process when we get a... Uh, offer for a piece of land is to discuss with the council in a closed session environment. That's nothing that we don't do all the time. We receive these offers uh, unsolicited every once in a while. I would say every couple of months we get a piece of uh, property that's of interest to somebody and they give us an offer. And we talk to the council about that. We talk about price and terms in closed session. And if they want us to move forward, we have to do a couple things. One is that we have to make sure that it's surplus property, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. Um, and then we have to make sure that it has an appraised value so that we can sell it for the market value. That's a really critical part of the process. So in this case, we followed the state law, which is a Surplus Property Act law, and we uh, followed a council policy. And we talked to the council in closed session, or at least we agendized the project to be discussed in closed session. What happened is what you would expect would happen. Uh, the properties were listed uh, as to be discussed, and people didn't want that to happen. People showed up at the council meeting. People wrote in emails, and they said, hey, city council, we want this to be an open discussion. We don't think you should discuss, discuss this in a closed session environment. Uh, and the council did exactly what they should do. They pulled it out and said, you know what, let's talk about this in the open session. And they did that in September. And further, what they said is like, this is a really important topic. So let's have four workshops and discuss it in detail and in depth. So let's talk about that a little bit more. So I, I, I said we're going to have four workshops. The first workshop, which will be held Wednesday, uh, October 13th, and that will discuss what I just mentioned is the surplus Property Act. That's a state law. That's a state law that says that if a council or a board of supervisors des decides that a piece of property is no longer necessary for municipal purposes, that they can sell it. But first, what they have to do is list it out for sale for 60 days. And if anybody wants to come in and, and purchase it for purposes of a park or for affordable housing, the city has to take that into consideration and enter in negotiations with that party to see if they can reach a deal. If they can't reach a deal, or if nobody shows up to buy, then we can sell the property. And that's the Surplus Property Act. You can't sell a property. You can't even negotiate for the sale of a property until that process has taken place. So on Wednesday, the city attorney is going to give a detailed uh, analysis of what does that mean? What does it entail? There's going to be a presentation by the individuals who said they wanted to buy the property. So that brings us to the property generally. So let's let's really define what we're talking about. The property, uh, if you can envision it, is uh, in and around the Civic Auditorium. There are two pieces to that. One is what we call a master plan. Uh, the offer said we need to do a master plan. 
And that's really important for an area like this because you want to know what can happen with that property. What do we want to see as a community uh, that property to become? And, and it's a really important process. In fact, the city has often talked about doing a master plan in this area for a long time. It has been hindered by just cost. I mean, it just, it takes a bit of time and takes quite a bit of money to do a master plan. So really the fact that we got this offer really gives us an opportunity to sit back and say, how do we want to proceed with this? And so the property, if you think about it, is around the Civic Auditorium, the rodeo grounds. For those of you who've been around and like to skate, Viking Skate Country, KRCR, uh, and Turtle Bay Museum, and then all of that area that is around Turtle Bay Museum along the riverfront up to 44. So all of that is a property we're talking about. Now, it's important to know that the property would be master planned in its entirety. So that whole entire piece of uh, property or, or all of the properties I just mentioned would be master planned. That doesn't mean you develop it. It means you master plan it. That means trails go here or a recreational amenity goes there and a building goes here. Um, so if you think about that, we already have buildings on a lot of that property with Civic Auditorium and Viking Skate and the Rodeo Grounds, Turtle Bay Museum. So that's what we would call developed property. It already has sewer and water and roads and buildings. The rest of the property has maybe a trail and has lots of vegetation and it's uh, riverfront. It's beautiful. It has lots of animals. That would be uh, areas that you need to master plan wouldn't necessarily develop it. There's a lot of restrictions to developing that. Uh, legally, the uh, environmental laws, you know, how we may have received the property. But more importantly, it's what the community may not want. The community may want to keep it the way it is. And that's really important information for the public to tell the community or tell the city council about. So um, as we move into uh, workshop number two, we'll be talking master plan. We'll be talking about what is a master plan? How does a master plan relate to the city's overall general plan um, and provide an introduction to that for all of the community as well as the city council. It's a really important piece because you wouldn't want to actually move forward and develop any of this property without first doing a master plan because it is a jewel of the city, this riverfront property. It's something that we would want to make sure was developed in a uh, really, frankly, an awesome way that would really benefit the community forever, generations to come. So that's a really key part. The third meeting, the third workshop, will discuss the properties themselves. And that may seem like we're already doing that, but what we need to do is we need to understand how did we acquire this property? Was this property given to us with restrictions? Uh, did we actually go out and get a grant for this, uh, for development of a boat ramp on the property? And what does that grant uh, require that we do for that property ongoing into the future? We have to make sure that we understand all of the restrictions that this property may have. We also need to have a better understanding what the value of this property may be. And so the, the third workshop will really discuss all of the elements about the property and what restrictions may exist, but it's also going to have uh, information about what does it cost for us to maintain that property today. Um, I think one of the key points that people need to be uh, understanding is that while we keep that property into public uh, ownership, we also have responsibilities with that property like any property owner would. We have to make sure we maintain it. We have to make sure that the buildings on there are safe and usable. And so that has a cost to it as well. And, and as we move down this path of thinking about what the next steps with this property will be, we have to understand what it is. 
so uh, that's going to be the third one. That might bleed over to the fourth workshop because there is a lot of information to unpack there. So uh, just know that that workshop may actually be one and a half or so. The fourth workshop, which is later in uh, November, uh, will discuss the um, summary of all of the above that I just talked about. And it will ask the city council how they would like to proceed. And I think there's really a couple of ways that the council could move. One is that they could decide uh, to declare this property surplus, like I mentioned a few minutes ago. Uh, or they could decide that master planning is very, very important. And we're going to do that as a municipality. We are going to find the funds and we are actually going to do the master plan simply as a municipal organization, as the city itself, working with the community. Or they could decide to do nothing at this point and say, you know what, it's good for now. Let's just leave it as it is and make some future decisions. Um, I, I think it's really, really uh, important that you recognize that the council sees this property as incredibly important property and wants maximum community input. Not only now to make the decisions, but if the decision to do a master plan then that is going to even have more public engagement if you do a master plan. There will be uh, any number of opportunities for people to talk about what they would like to see there and probably will take almost two years to accomplish. And so it's not a quick-moving uh, item that we're talking about. It's actually very slow-moving, very methodical, and uh, a process that will have extreme public engagement. I also want to mention that we will have other opportunities for people to comment. We'll have much information flowing out through social media cha uh, channels, podcasts, other things. We're also going to have surveys that we'll be encouraging people to uh, answer. So all of that information. So if you can't make a workshop, just stay tuned and we'll have other uh, ways for you to provide your very, very important input. And so that is the topic of the day, and I hope you find this informative and look forward for more information in the near future. Thanks for listening to today's episode. As Barry mentioned, be sure to follow at City of Reading on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for workshop details, and also visit www.cityofreading.org slash land discussion for project information.